Hi guys, my name is Aloma Joseph of Ace Jewelers in Amsterdam. And today we have a very special guest, Rob Nudz from Manchester, who works for this amazing watchmaking company in Germany, Nomos Glashütte. Welcome, Rob. Thanks very much, Alan. It's a pleasure to be here, as always. It's always a pleasure to have you. Besides talking about a lot of watches and mechanical, magical artwork, we have a lot of fun with Rob. Um, as you guys know, this is uh, my personal podcast, and we've been contemplating to set up an Ace Jewelers podcast. And this podcast is triggered by Rob's comment after brainstorming all day today during our annual marketing meeting for Nomos, is that he thinks we should do an Ace Jewelers podcast channel. It has so, to happen. You're depriving the watch world. <laughs> thank you, mate. So basically, this is a test run, guys. And if you comment well enough and often enough, we will uh, also set up an Ace Jewelers account. For now, I want to have Rob share a bit of uh, the Nomos magic with us. Can you share to our listeners what Nomos is about in a nutshell and why it's so magical. Well, Nomos is a very important brand for, for Germany um, before we even talk about its uh, effect on watchmaking in the wider context. It's uh, the entry-level luxury brand for German watchmaking. It's, it's a chance for watch aficionados to see that there is an alternative to Swiss watchmaking. When you look at a Nomos, you can see the styles and the handcrafts that have been passed down through generations and generations of German watchmakers, mostly based in Glasgow, because yeah. the vast majority of quality watchmaking in Germany does come from that small Saxon town. And, um, Which is in Eastern Germany. Oh, very Eastern Germany. Yeah. I mean, it's 12 miles from the Czech Republic. It's yeah. nestled in the Ore Mountains, 45 minutes train ride from Dresden. There's, there's nothing but watchmaking yeah. there. Just under 3,000 inhabitants and 11 watchmaking companies within its confines. It is a unique place. Yeah, awesome. We still haven't visited yet, but high on our bucket list. I mean, I'd say you're missing out. And there's, there's yeah. certainly a lot to see in it from a watchmaking perspective. I yeah. mean, the, the companies are so on top of each other. You can walk into Glasser to Riganar when you're intending to go visit Langerenzona. And just across the road is Nomar Space in the old train station. But apart from watchmaking, there is very little in the area. It is a place of focus and heritage. Awesome. And then, and what would you say separates uh, Nomos and the uh, Saxon watchmaking from the Swiss? Well, a lot of it comes down to the architecture of the movements themselves and the way that we make our watches. Um, it's almost like German watchmaking was frozen in time. They reached a point of development with uh, pocket watches that was regarded as optimal in a functional and an aesthetic sense. And from there on, all we've done is refine. We've focused on the execution of a concept rather than its embellishment. And if you look at German watchmaking, it's very true of German manufacturing in general. Uh, universally, the Germans are regarded as producing objects that are incredibly utilitarian. Yeah. Also beautiful in their own way. Beautiful because of... And superb of the, quality, obviously. Oh yeah, absolutely. So sometimes you, people say, oh, Nomos is a very plain idea. How is this enough of a concept to create a brand? And we say, well... Imagine you asked a child to draw a watch, give them a pen and a piece of paper, they're going to scribble down something that looks pretty much like a tangent of 35. Yeah. It's, it's a circle, it's got numbers, hands, strap. Yeah. There's no yeah. messing with that design. It is eternal and classic because it is a concept yeah. to the nth degree. And we focus on the realization of that concept. Like I say, it's execution over embellishment. No yeah. diamonds. No fancy nonsense. No, less is more. Less is more. Simple, yeah. But uh, would you say um, form follows function? Not really. 
I would say that, absolutely. You yeah. would, I for normals. I would, I would. And I would say that in the movement, it's very clear to see there are several aspects where you can point directly to and say, that is form following function. The blued screws. Why do we blue screws? It's a rust inhibitor. There's a yeah. practical purpose for it. Why do we decorate the plates with glass or to ribbing? It's a dust trap, archaically speaking. Yeah. Of course, nowadays you don't get dust in wristwatches if yeah. you've got a good team. So that's assembly. the history of glass. That's the history. Yeah. And, then, and can you speak a bit about the three-quarter base plate of the movement? So, yeah, it was... Um, when Ferdinand Adolf Langer left uh, the Glasseter school, he founded Langer and Zillner and he became obsessed with the creation of the perfect pocket watch movement. So he tried to um, come up with all new techniques for manufacturing just to make it more reliable, to make it more attractive. And the three-quarter plate kind of killed two birds with one stone. It was uh, a solid base for the movement with four points of affixation, four screws holding it down nice and tight. And uh, yeah, an excellent example of engineering and beauty all in one. Amazing. Thank you, Rob.